Bible Beaters. Welcome to the One True Podcast. This is Caleb Campbell speaking. I'm joined, as always, by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going, Kyle? Uh, what's up, sluts? Pretty it's not going pretty, pretty. Pretty not, not bad. bad, anyways. Pretty not bad, anyways. That unfortunate abortion, <laughs> what you just heard, is the song, the, the, I guess, the new song, Bible Beaters. It was a theme song request from our friends at Ishmael's Tip Milk. Yeah, Ish, yeah, our uh, buddies slash fans of the podcast. Uh, I said, could you guys maybe do a theme song for us? And that's what they came up with. Probably not going to use it. Oh, no, it sucks. I told them I'll play it once, and then never again. (laughs) And then they're like, we're going to make a new one every album we do, in quotes. Which is dope, because every every, album they do is they do every song in one take, and they put out a new album every month, which is amazing. Uh, It would be amazing if it was good. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Anyone could do that, literally. Yeah, you're totally right. It's not amazing. It's at not all. even slightly amazing. <laughs> a couple of their songs were funny as shit, though. Yeah, that's the amazing part. That a couple of them were actually funny. Oh, I should get my friend Nick to do a theme song for us. He premixes the remix, and uh, leaves what does them. that mean? He just he takes songs like Vertigo by U2, and he just like takes his computer mic, like his gaming mic headset, and just goes yeah 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 vertigo yeah yeah like over top of the whole song holy fucking shit but it's but then he smash cuts like five pop songs together and it's quite hilarious um anyways shout out to them kyle shout out to your buddy Nick. you're all dirty today and you got marks all over your arms what happened to mm, you two different stories <laughs> kyle went I have to a work job now like a real man how was it you look tired and sore and then the uh, the marks are from a girl attacking me while i was having sex with her jesus christ <laughs> Tell me about work. What'd you do for work today? Oh fuck! I put up deck railing. That sounds. I fun. hate. I hate my life now. <laughs> Kyle has worked for what? Three days. I blocked posts and put up deck. Yeah, three fucking days. <laughs> three days in a row. Because my son of a bitch friends decide to have three goddamn weddings and two bachelor parties this summer, and that... I have to pay for a seven hundred dollars suit for oh, one of the why. wedding parties, and I need seven hundred dollars now. Just go in sweatpants, man. Just, I'm not allowed to. What do you mean you're not allowed to? I have to have this exact custom suit for the wedding because I'm in the wedding party. Dude. I have a suit, but I have to have this one. That's very annoying. Yeah. Is that your friend's wife or is that your friend? It's my friend. Oh, God. And also, he's chipping in 100 bucks, which is nice, I yeah. guess. But I'm still out $550. <laughs> well, what the fuck are you going to do? Did you have or, get... four or 500 or something. Did you have a good weekend at least there, Kyle? I did. I dropped acid. Really? The first time. Did it blow your mind? No. Took half a tap. <laughs> it was fun, though. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything that wasn't true? That, did you hallucinate? No. Not Man, even close. everyone says you're going to hallucinate and see, like, dragons and gnomes. Not even close. No. It's like... Maybe if you take, like, a crazy amount. But done, no thanks. I don't want to do that. I've done a few tabs, and I didn't see anything that wasn't... That I knew wasn't real, you know? I didn't see things that fully didn't exist, which is what I wanted. That's what I fully wanted. <laughs> really? I also have a standing thing. I've been telling my friends this for literally years. I, I think wanna... it just makes you misinterpret reality instead of seeing things. I know, but the the stereotype is you're gonna like see you're gonna hallucinate. Like you know in cartoons they're always mm-hmm. showing you like wild, crazy shit. And that's like when you smoke weed in cartoons, that's <laughs> yeah, what happens. Yeah. So here's what let alone fucking acid. Here's the standing offer and I you can do this. Drug I, you. I want to get dosed on acid one time in my life. I just want to like 
be like that's fucked up it's like that's like a 12 hour commitment how trippy would that be though to not to know to like just be living your life and being like things are getting weird yeah i I'm, think that'd be a really fun experience i've been dosed with mdma slash amphetamine yeah. concoction that was something in some pill see that sounds terrible it was terrible and i'm not really a guy that has bad trips i just kind of like whoa this is awesome look at those trees look <laughs> at those clouds i'm big into clouds um I, don't I like how it looks like I've been working for like a year straight. Kyle's got just... marks <laughs> all over Christ. his arms. And I really thought it was from like landscaping or something. He smells it looks like bad. I fell in a bush. He's got it. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought you were like doing landscaping. Literally there's like there's a scar across my chest, right? And I wake up in the next morning and she's like is that a scar? And I was like it is now. <laughs> <laughs> After you gave me one. Does this lady have claws? Is uh, she a witch? I fucking guess so. Jesus Christ. Well, Kyle, we all learned something. That's... Yeah, I did learn something. What's that? Uh, stay away from... Um... I don't know. Kyle's I was going to say something. Maybe. Kyle has <laughs> fucking exhausted. Kyle has worked a full day, and for once, the interrupter is left speechless. But that's okay, Kyle. Um, we'll make a full comeback once I down this cocktail. Okay, so where we were last episode of the uh, the Bible, the One True Podcast, um, Fer- Joseph had been to Pharaoh and he just told him what his dreams meant. Yeah, he like rose the ranks through a really weird way. Yeah, he was in jail. Back and forth. And then he told some dreams. By predicting the future. Yeah. But only when asked. Yeah. How come he didn't predict his own future of getting sent to he this? Did. Uh, he did. He what? said, I'm going to be the stock of grain and all of you guys are going to bow to no, me. No, I mean, why didn't he predict his own future of getting sold into slavery? I don't and know. Maybe he could have avoided it. He can only predict, you know. Future for dreams for other people. The, the thing about, yeah, the thing about God telling the future is he's very limited with what he tells and doesn't tell. So it's very rarely practical. Like in this case. God's a fucking asshole. He never gives you anything of benefit for yourself. <laughs> in this case. Well, in this case, he says seven years of um Good crops, seven mm-hmm. years of, uh, what do they call it, bounty, seven years of and then, plenty, and then seven, seven years, years of, of famine. So famine Joseph, and hardship. So remember, um, this is, uh, Joseph says to Pharaoh, so keep a bunch of extra food so you don't run out. And then this is verse 37. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to his officials, so Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man whom is the spirit of, uh, what? Can we find anyone? Like this man, one in whom is the spirit of God. So can we get someone else that's not a slave to do exactly what he just did, please? <laughs> yeah. Can someone get this fucking slave out of here and get us a real human being? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made you all this known to you, yep. there is no one <laughs> discerning as wise as you. I, I, I wanted them to be like, uh, thanks for the prediction. It was accurate. Now be my footstool again. <laughs> well, no, he's now he's. So the next uh, the next place where we start, um, verse 41 is entitled Joseph in charge of Egypt. Is entitled correct or is it titled? Entitled. Because entitled means like you grew up wealthy and now you're entitled. I think it, I think it's like flammable and inflammable. It means the exact same thing. <laughs> is it? Titled well, been, been con- yeah, I've always been confused with that. The next piece is titled or the next piece is entitled. I think they both make entitled sense. Entitled sounds better. Uh, I'm entitled enough to say entitled every time. <laughs> Thus. But almost everything in your life. Uh, per se, yes. I like to say thus, per se, and whilst, and entitled whenever really, I can. You uh, really shoehorn per se in there when it's not war today. Sometimes I do, per se. <laughs> sometimes I don't. Joseph in charge of Egypt. 
So, Farrah went I'm also to... growing up my beards. Oh, I'm I've racing noticed. You. I've noticed. Yeah, holy shit. When did you start growing yours? Like a week ago? Two weeks, I think. Yeah, mine's been like a month and a bit. Mine grows... My beard looks like a burnt forest. It looks like Kettle Valley. It's sparse with like <laughs> thick black hairs that grow straight out of your face. Yours kind of does that It's not bad. Too. Mine does that too. Yeah, yeah. big time. Just so, but it thick lo- black hairs. It looks sparse because most people's beards like intertwine and yeah, grow back on Yeah, straight. No. <laughs> yeah. But from a distance, we look like we have thick beards, and you look up close, and it looks oh yeah. I fully missing thought, all the in between shit. I fully thought my beard is like what got me my girlfriend. She's like, no, I don't give a shit. You can shave. <laughs> really? Why yeah. would you think that? I don't know because like that's your when you look in the mirror, that's your only redeeming feature. <laughs> yeah, everyone else, happen. everyone else flexes. You cover up your face. Basically. <laughs> I went on a pretty like seven years of famine, like uh, Egypt's about to do, <laughs> and I grew a beard, and then all of a sudden I started getting girls. So I attribute it to the beard. Maybe but... you got more confidence from the beard. Maybe I got a little uh, story I heard. Oh no! About, <laughs> about you uh, being a little overconfident at a metal show recently. Oh God! I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> Why would I not bring it up? You pulled your cock out at a metal show. <laughs> I was got playing, kicked out. I was playing dick guitar. Okay. <laughs> It's described to me as you pulled it out and jerked off, but that that's makes what everyone's sense. saying. Yeah. That's the narrative yep. that I jerked off. No, I was playing wiener guitar, which is still that's perverted. more believable to me. I don't know. I'm not really that embarrassed. I don't really care. The only thing I hate is that I happened at Munins, so then I have to go back there. That's like my fifth thing that I've did bad at Munins. Okay, are they going to let you back in? Of course, probably they not. Will. Ah, probably I not. I might have a band hammer for a while. And, oh, that, so that's. <laughs> that happened. Uh, yeah, what inspired that besides 20, 20 shots? I don't remember, dude. I was just totally wasted, and I was trying to be as weird as possible. Oh, yeah. Let's get weird. Conceding. I guess what inspired it is this is a legendary story of Armstrong Metal Fest. Armstrong Metal Fest is a metal festival held in Armstrong. It's been going on for like, I don't know, 12 years or something, and it's w- so fun, but it's like Armstrong is like this tiny little shithole place that no one like that's where all the good festivals are <laughs> they they have one they have one time a year where they're relevant at all it's for the festival and well, then they, the rest of the year is, none of the things make they no have money a fair a cheese festival and the armstrong metal festival well, dolphin manitoba has country fest it's like mm-hmm. the biggest country festival in canada the rest of the time shithole so all the businesses try to make their money at like fucking country fest yeah there's like it's like population five thousand or less yeah exactly anyways so they have this metal festival. It's actually super awesome. Maybe like 300, 400, 500 people go tops. And we camp out there every year. Now, the first year or the second year before my time, this is this is legend and lore. Ooh. I haven't seen – there's shirts that corroborate this story. So I know it shirts. exists. Yeah. Okay. I've heard it, I've heard it many times. All so, right. Um, I'm excited. They're all getting drunk up. on Friday. And somebody has one of those uh, booze bottles in a watermelon. What are those called? You, I don't know. You cut a hole in a watermelon. I've only seen it once. You stick a bottle of yeah. vodka or rum in there, and slowly the watermelon absorbs the whole bottle. And then you eat it. Then you get wasted off watermelon. That's the idea. Yeah. So this guy who's just wasted bothering everybody sees the watermelon, pulls the booze out, and starts literally fucking this watermelon. <laughs> everyone's what? like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, Is he hard? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a metal festival. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he was bothering people up to that point. Oh, now that's the word. And so, no, apparently everyone hated this guy. And now there's shirts that say, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a metal festival. <laughs> he fucked a watermelon full of vodka that had to yeah. stink your dick hole. I don't even know how he how he did it. There's he no must, way he was hard. There's no way. No, zero but, chance. 
So, yeah, I don't know why I did what I did. Very embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I got punched in the head. The next day, my girlfriend told me what I did. And And she was there? Yeah. She witnessed it? So I've been avoiding Facebook for three days. I lost my backpack and my phone in my wallet. Did you? Yeah, and my bike. But my bike turns out it's at Kyle's. Mm -hmm. Do you know where my backpack is? No, it's your bike. Oh, well... That's so that's embarrassing. Thanks for that, Kyle. Shout out to uh Camilla for staying with us, retard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't You're the only one that can handle it. She so. didn't even care. She thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I know good. She told all her friends in Sweden who also thought it was funny. Oh, and then she showed me her friends back in Sweden. I guess they were in this bar that had like uh a, like this fake toilet somewhere. It's like just like a an what? ornament. I don't know. They were in a bar. A lot of house they turn old houses into bars in Europe. That's so, so weird. So there was like this kind of like ornament toilet. And people must shit at it constantly. Yeah, that's what yeah, they, constantly. She me pictures. <laughs> and there's like people like dancing all around. This guy's just hammered. Oh, it was pretty funny. Why would you have a fake toilet? Because I don't know. I think you'd put like pu- like plants or something in it. It's like uh, I'm gonna have a fake urinal in my house, but it's gonna lead directly onto my floor. It's gonna look like a urinal, <laughs> but it's just gonna drain directly. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. I don't know what the context was, but it's the, art, you the know? Snapchat was hilarious. So, uh, Joseph in charge in Egypt. So, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He, oh, he just married him? No. Kind of sounds like it. Signet ring is the stamp of approval. It's how you like sign letters. It's basically... Oh, it's what you seal the wax in? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like old school encryption. Oh, badass. Yeah. He dressed... No one could copy that. He dressed Joseph in robes of... Probably no one could copy it, though, because who had, like, uh, the access to melted (laughs) metal? No one one but the king. Yeah, exactly. (gasps) Really? And, I mean... The thing that I want to know is how do you know which ones... Like, do you memorize every signet? You know the kings. I mean, you'd have to know it. I bet you people do memorize their family, other people's family crests and shit. You could forge it pretty easily. What, like whittling it out? Yeah. Fuck that. Or you take a wax impression or something like that. I mean, you must be able to... And then stamp it against other hot wax? And then use that to make a wood one or something... (laughs) Come on, Kyle. I would one. That would be, uh, that's like people trying to copy vinyl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> vinyl records and they turn out all scratchy and shitty. What do you mean people try to co- copy vinyl? They used to try to do it with like latex or like something else. I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. He dressed him up in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Oh, he's pimping him. He had him ride in a chariot as second in command. And the men shouted before him, make way. Thus, he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. He put a ring on him and dressed him up. It kind of sounds like he fucking married him. <laughs> put a ring, made him second in command. This is my new uh, high counselor. Ooh. Then Philip. Sounds fancy. Then Pharaoh, sorry. Then is there a low counselor? Nope. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift a hand or foot in all of Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zaphina Panea. And gave him Asenath, daughter of Potiphera, priest of On, to be his wife. God damn, do I want the power to rename people. (laughs) (laughs) It seems awesome. At least they're taking advantage of it in the Bible. They rename people constantly. You're you're now this. I would fucking love to do that. you got to rename people in high school. That's true. Nicknames. Yeah, we gave a kid the name Doolap that stuck for like 15 years. (laughs) That's brutal. (laughs) I nicknamed, uh, we nicknamed my, my cousin sausage yeah and he's a vegan 
That's great. And it's stuck. <laughs> now he's sausage forever. He just joined the fucking army to get away from us. The great, yeah, the great nicknames are the ones that stick, at, like beyond the original people who made it. Oh up. hell yeah! And so for the rest of his life, like I really hope Doolap's still out there. Being like, don't call me Doolap. The best part is he, uh, he like played it right and didn't get mad and like kind of just brushed it off, ignored it, hoping it would go away. <laughs> just fucking did it. <laughs> That's great. I got a buddy named Boo Boo. No idea how he even got the name. No clue. He probably hurt himself. Got a little Boo Boo. I was thinking like the bear, maybe. I don't know. Like the bear. Right? Joseph, hey there, was, Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. God, he's a young man. Is Pharaoh a name? Pharaoh, king of Egypt. I thought, I thought he was, was the Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, named himself Pharaoh? Uh, he might be. It might be like Caesar, and then everyone my name's, else. My name's uh. My name's Emperor, King of Egypt. Well, Caesar, Caesar <laughs> did that. There was Julius Caesar, and then Augustus Caesar, and then they were all Caesars after. Even though Caesar was really just a dictator, you know. Yeah. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. But no one else calls it that to like present day. Yeah. It lasted like a couple generations. A Caesar's not a title anymore. Yeah, the president of Italy is named Caesar. That's fact. Really? Yeah. Look that you. you can did take he change a, his name? No. He did, that's just but like, that's my point. So there's like king of there's king of Spain, Caesar of Italy. What's a czar? Czar is Russian for Caesar, isn't it? Literally, yeah. Okay, yeah. got it figured. Um, also, that's not true. You're dumbass for believing me. Really? Yeah, I think it, the prime minister. Fuck of you, Italy. you, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Mussolini didn't go by Caesar. Just read straight for the Bible. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, that's the word I was looking for, abundance. When were you looking for it? Um, seven years of abundance, <laughs> uh, per se. The land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food and produced in those seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in the cities. Oh, he just hoarded them all for himself? No. He's, I guess for the land. Yeah. Yeah. In each city, he put food grown in the fields surrounding it. So, I didn't think they had the capability to do that. Egypt is... The store food for seven fucking years? Grain you can store. That's why people yeah. eat bread. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... But is that it? Basically. I mean, grains, rice, like What beans, do you do about like the calves and stuff? Lentils. Well, you feed them... The grain? The grain or the shitty grain. Like, there's probably tiers of grain, right? The husks? Yeah. You keep the refined stuff that for yourself? Of, exactly. Gotcha. Um, Joseph collected all the food produced in those seven years of abundance in the city in Egypt and stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain, like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. That's Badass. How, that's how much food he had. Dude, he's doing his job well. I got to give him credit well, for the for until, the pimp for the he, pimp of the pharaoh. You until know, he he's stopped, doing it well. it's till he stopped measuring it. I mean, I don't know. At some point, you'd be like, how much is that? You're like, oh, that's a ton. How much is that? Two tons? How much is that? A fuckload? I don't know anymore. <laughs> a fuck ton. A fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> a fuck ton. Exactly. Before the years of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph by Ans Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, priest of On. They don't on. explain who the hell that is either. Eric. No. It's okay. just uh, Potiphar, priest of On. It sounds good, but maybe it sucks. Well, you know that he was a priest of not God, so that's kind of weird. What do you mean? Well, he's priest of On. On is an Egyptian god, I guess. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh. And so he has the daughter of the priest of the whatever they worship. <laughs> oh, that's fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Now he's competing gods. Oh, that's why God's going to smite them now. Uh, 
Well, God was already going to do it. I love that God, instead of just not having seven years of famine, like instead of just yeah, not doing not that. Doing it, he's just like, he's we're like, doing it. Oh, we're doing it. And I want to see how you guys react. He's like rubbing his hands together. Hey, let's see if, uh, what's the other God's name? On. On. Let's see if On saves you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you pray to him for a bit? I'm going to stir up the seven year famine. See if he can take a year off it, you know? Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> Um, Joseph named Hey, his... if it's five If it's only last five years Boy, will my face be red, you know <laughs> God, God. Uh, Joseph named his firstborn uh, Manasseh And said It is because God made me forget All my trouble And all my fa- And all my father's household do That's you, nice of him to do Do you want to know What Massinay means? Honestly, absolutely not But yes Massinay sounds like and may be derived from the hebrew word for forget oh <laughs> like he made him forget his troubles yeah oh what a perfect name then <laughs> you know it all all the pieces fit together the seven years of abundance in egypt came to an end and the seven years of famine began you know, you never hear in here they name them something and then it, it's never secretly i fucking hate this kid or something like that you know well there was <laughs> remember was there um <clears throat> rachel's daughter Oh, but then they renamed her him immediately. Yeah, though. she named she named him like my troubles, and he's <laughs> like, "We'll just name him Benjamin." Because <laughs> look, you're gonna die. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll yeah, for we'll sure. definitely do that. Oh yeah, he's all your problems. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, we'll Dude, kill him as soon. We're gonna kill him in like a week. The you know, bitchiest thing ever to like. I mean, I'm not a woman nor a mother, but if I was gonna die in childbirth, to just give him this spiteful name, <laughs> I think women never do that though. I mean, this, don't they like sacrifice themselves for their own kids constantly? Most of the time, I think that's how you're supposed to behave. <laughs> yeah, but there's certain women that don't. But care she's about like their an kids. unempathetic sociopath. She's like, I fucking hate this kid. I never killed wanted me. in the first place. <laughs> um, uh, just as uh, the seven years of famine began, but just as Joseph had said, there was famine in all the other lands, but in the whole land of Egypt, there was food. When Egypt began to feel the famine, the people cried to Pharaoh for food. Then Pharaoh told all the Egyptians, go to Joseph and do what he tells you. They should fucking conquer everyone now, you know? Well, do you think everyone around them would try and conquer them and take their food? Why? Well, they have unlimited food and a pretty good army. They're probably going to win that fight. Well, you'd, you'd assume they'd have a good army. Egypt was like the major power for a long time back yeah. then. So, yeah, but like... I wouldn't fuck with them. All the neighboring places, as soon as they start to run out of food, like, hey, give us some of your food. Like, how strong is an army going to be like a week into a famine, you know? That's true. <laughs> you got to attack they, them pretty fucking you'd quickly. you have to do it right away. Day like, one of a famine? You don't even know it's a famine yet? You just start <laughs> fucking murdering people? It's hot for one day. <laughs> oh, my God, it's like 30... This is the start of a... You guys, preemptive strike on Egypt. Look, I had a dream, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream and God told me we need to murder everyone in Egypt and take all their shit because this your... one hot day is going to turn to 30. What was your dream? Well, I'm a farmer, okay? There I was <laughs> farming my wheat. This sounds like a pretty normal dream. I have dreams about my farm. Not yeah. this time. No. What? Oh, God. What happens? This Then seven bad years come. And so basically what I'm saying is we must declare preemptive war. I love the idea of preemptive <laughs> war. The defensive war. Look. I had a These dream people of, are bad, and they're going to attack us, so we got to attack them first. I had a dream, and my wheat, normally it's glorious, you know? It's <laughs> shining. Fuck, I love my wheat. God damn it, I want to fuck it, but I can't. Got to go with my sheep. But I, got my, <laughs> but I got my wheat, and it's on fire this time. And guess what? The fire leads directly to Egypt. We got to murder them. We got to kill those sons of bitches. That makes, murder them all. You know what? That makes complete sense to me. I think I'm on board with your plan. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. God told me because I dreamt it. Is every dream God? 
that's the thing. Because you know what? Does God throw those hoes in my dream for me to fuck sometimes? That's no. Well, because that'd be nice. That's gross. Well, Kyle. That's nice of him. That's gross. Also, uh, yeah, like I said last episode, if you're just joining us, uh, send us your dreams because we will interpret them. I actually have the world's premier dream interpreter. <laughs> it's true. It's fucking mom on is. my side, <laughs> and we can interpret your dreams. And we're not promising good news. And but send us those questions. Questions. You want us to dreams? Answer them. You name it. Only Biblical or not, we will answer them with the Bible. With the Bible. We promise you that. Like the, the one true podcast has always said and always will. It doesn't even have to be a Bible question. Verse 56. When the famine had spread over the whole country, Joseph opened the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians. Oh, he sold it to him. That's what he did. What a cunt. I mean, I guess you'd have He's to. He's like second in command. I mean, yeah, I guess you have to sell it. As the government? I mean, Should you, you just be giving it to them? Maybe they mean sold like, you know, like food cards or like welfare. You have to have some. Way. It doesn't sound like it. It, it. it sounds like be, they tried to get richer during a famine. It does sound exploitative, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. That's like, that's the worst. What do they own that the kingdom wants of their people? You know, what are they trading in the remaining silver and shit? Their they, family probably. heirlooms and their jewelry. Probably. Fucking animals. So Joseph uh, opened the storehouse and sold the grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was f- severe throughout Egypt. Like, if he actually gets a, like, seven-year heads-up of this famine, do you think it's God's original plan for him to fuck everyone else around him while no. he benefits? I would fucking hope not. <laughs> but he also, is, I guarantee, he's not going to stop it. I don't know what's going to happen, but God's just going to let it happen. Well, that's what Abraham, that was Abraham's old scam, remember? He was rich during the famine. Like, he left yeah. and then got rich and then sold people food back during the famine. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> and all the countries came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph because the famine was severe in all the world. Chapter 42. Joseph's brothers go to Egypt. When Jacob learned there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you keep just looking at each other? He continued. I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us so that we may live and not die. Oh, he's selling to everybody. Yeah. Oh, so they're going to go there and be like, y- it's you? Are you kidding me? Maybe. I, I, I won't spoil it. Don't spoil it. What do you it. think happens? I think his brother's going to spitefully like lord over them. That's what I so think. So Joseph, the second in command in Egypt, will do that? Yeah, I think he's going to lord over him. I don't think he's going to take any mercy, the little prick, because he <laughs> dreamt about it, you know? Yeah. What he should do is be like... Here's my bounty. Look how I have risen, family. I forgive you. But he won't. But you know, the Bible, everyone says it's forgiving. It's not. Not even a little bit. It not d- even a little bit forgiving. We're not at the forgiving part yet. This is just the mean part. Well, in order to have forgiveness, there has to be, I guess, some sort of consequences. Do you know how many chances what? and consequences there's been? Well, in I'm, the Bible I'm so far? We're only. No. He flooded the goddamn earth. We're 69. He turned, he turned people into salt. I know. I know. He's terrible. Yeah. So first of all, he established that there really is repercussions. He's got to do this for then like Jesus centuries comes. before. Yeah, exactly. Thousands, yeah. thousands of years. Then Jesus comes and says, hey, you know what? You can all go to heaven. Kind of. Sort of. If you pick me as the one and only God, even yeah. as many. And then he says, you know, I don't. The Old Testament, I don't come to like take that away. I come to fulfill it. So the Old Testament's still the word of God, too. But now it's a little nicer. <laughs> Is that what happened? And yeah, and there's like different things that really bug me about this. Like God in in the Bible is both just and merciful, which are two opposing ideas. Justice means you get what yeah. you deserve. And, and mer- merciful is the absence of justice. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. And God, yeah. So that's- Mercy in the face of justice. <laughs> 
Also, do you think do you think like there was another Bible originally, but it was all like dinosaurs? No. And then uh, God killed them all. No, I don't for think not that, following the I one think true that God. this is the one true Bible and this is the, and everyone else that ever wrote a myth in ancient times is wrong. That's I think what, so too. <laughs> that's what I think. But if the guy, dinosaurs did exist, that's God's first ter- prototype. Of Maybe what? God looks like a dinosaur. You think God's a, like a... That's like the oldest things we know exist on the earth, right? Besides bacterium and shit, right? Sure. I could be wrong. <laughs> but let's say I'm not. And I'm going to pretend like I never am. Okay. God looks like uh, a T-Rex with like tiny little arms, you know? That's one of the more recent so Joseph's ones. Brother, so Jacob says, why do you keep looking at me? Hey, what are you standing around for, you dicks? Go to Egypt, get us food. Then 10 of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. They have that many fucking brothers now? There's 12 of them. There was always 12. The 12 tribes of Israel. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a very fundamental concept you get. I was picturing four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. So, so all, all 11 of them ban- like well, banished Joseph him that one time? Well, Joseph is one. Yeah, all Benj- the other 11, like, sold them into slavery, but I, think, I thought it was, like, four of them I think, that did that. I think it was 10. No, Zebulun stuck up for him. Reuben said, don't kill him, let's just sell him. Right, right. And then the other ones were like, no, we're going to kill this guy. Yeah, fuck him. So 10 of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. It's my favorite part. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with the others because he was afraid that harm might come to him. Because remember, Joseph and Benjamin are the only sons of Rachel, the wife that he actually liked. And the oh, rest are okay. sons of Leah and the two concubines. But he let half of the brothers go. He let ten of them go, and then no, jo- half of the brothers of Rachel of Rachel's sons. I mean, well, jo- Joseph's already there. He thinks Joseph's dead. Oh, right. Joseph is dead. Right, right. And Benjamin is the youngest, and the other ten are doing whatever they want. So goddamn slave babies. So he's afraid harm might come to him. So Israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain f- for the famine was. In the land of Canaan also. Now Joseph was the governor of the land. The one who sold the grain to all its people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived. They bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. Just like his dream. As <laughs> soon as Joseph saw his brothers. He recognized them. But he pretended to be a stranger. And spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? He asked. From the land of Canaan. They replied. Oh, it's to been long food. enough where they don't recognize him. No, well, they think he's probably dead. Yeah, and he's like too famously dressed yeah, yeah. in jewelry. The and last guy they'd expect, you know, to be running the goddamn kingdom. It'd be kind of like that guy looks like Joseph, eh? Yeah, but we sold him into slavery. He's probably dead. And you can't ask the most important guy in Egypt if he's your brother. You oh, know, bro, <laughs> yeah. bro. I'm not your fucking bro. You get bro. murdered for even asking. Yeah, and I don't think the life cycle of a slave was that long. Like, I'm pretty no. sure they think he's dead. Plus, they can't, like, look him in the eye. No, they're bound. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, who even knows? They got, like, side view. Where do you come from, he asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see where our land is oh, unprotected. I fucking knew it, the <laughs> fucking spiteful son of a bitch. This guy's a prick. He's a little goddamn prick. <laughs> no, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. Oh, my God. I bet you just came in his pants when they're like, my lord. <laughs> we are all sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. Do you think all these dreams he has are all wet dreams? I would fucking guarantee it. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> no, he said to them. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. Okay, we get it. Yep. But they replied, your servants were 12 brothers, the sons of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and one is no more. 
Joseph said to them, "He's probably laughing. It is just as I told you. You are spies, and this is how you will be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number to get your brother, and the rest of you will be kept in prison, so that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If you are not, then surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies." And he put them all in the custody in custody for three days. So he really wants his true brother there, I guess. He wants to. I think he's just fucking with them. I think he's putting them through the ringer ringer roll. Yeah. Of going back to Canaan, they have to go all the way back. That's probably not a short trip. A couple of weeks. Yeah. It's like yeah. While they get their fucking while they get tea bagged in jail. Dude, it's like him. when you go to the liquor store, the guy says, "Let me see some ID." You're like, "I come here every week." He's like. And he doesn't like you because you're yeah. drunk and you take your wiener out and flash it all over the place. <laughs> he's like, go get your ID. And you walk all the way home and you get your ID and you come all the way back. And then he doesn't sell it to you anyways. That's kind of what that this happened is. to you. That's Holy <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, it could have. Ha- it may, it, it's, it's anecdotal per se. I got some anecdotal things. So I was uh, after after work last week. Why didn't you at least tell me you were going to bring this up on the podcast instead of just doing it? It's very annoying to me. That story about me at Munins. Oh, I just remembered it. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I had a, I had some anecdotal evidence last week. I I got off work and we go to my dad goes to the liquor store because he needs to buy I don't know scotch or something, and uh, we're in line and she just goes to me. The teller goes, "Are you uh, what's it called when you're on a? Oh yeah, are you on a? Are you on a cleanse?" And my dad just looks at me and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and she's like. And it was like a five-second pause, and she's like, you usually get something. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know me that well. Do <laughs> you think I'm on a cleanse because I didn't get fucking beer that one time? She's like, why isn't he buying something? He must be. There's something wrong with him. He must be doing exactly. something. That's hilarious. Like, are you sick? I didn't know that you drank that as much as you do. You seem, What do you mean? I mean, well, you're never like an absolute disaster except a couple times. Well, I try not to do that, yeah. Yeah, I should t- I should try to do that sometime too. Um, I like I like drinking though. I, I just don't like being a fucking blackout idiot. That's see, I like drinking so I I don't really have that part of you that's like you're drunk now, Caleb. Chill out. Oh, I used to do that constantly. Yeah, I, it took a long time to figure it out. Yeah. Well, I I stayed drunk from Thursday. I was all high on the Sedin's last game, big win. Right. And then we got drunk. Then I did stand up. I can't believe they played that well. I did great at stand up, and then I felt like I was on for two minutes, and Zauer gave me the light. But it turns out I was on for ten minutes, and I was a real <laughs> dick to Zauer. And then he let these brand new people drone on for what seemed like forever, and I was like, Zauer, light him. <laughs> yeah, I was. I broke. I did a lot of uh, broke a lot of faux pas. And then it, Thursday, Friday morning, I was all stoked because Kalma's new album came out. Kalma is my favorite swamp metal band from Finland. Okay, never heard of them. They're awesome their new album's called Palo and it's pretty badass my favorite song is take me away it's uh the one that starts out. anyways so <laughs> i was like going to go to work and then i was listening to calma i was like y- you should get a bottle of whiskey because you're still kind of drunk from yesterday and i just day drank and listened to calma <laughs> all day <laughs> went to kyle's house sounds like a fun little day you had there I, I did i went to and i was just like in his backyard until he came home and then i drank with jack anyways sorry for boring everybody um where were we Joseph said to them, you are spies. This is how you'll be tested. Put them in custody for three days. Sent them back. Yeah. Three days only? It says, put them all in custody for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, do this and you will live, for I fear God. Lick 
my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Lick my fucking balls. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison while the rest of you go and take grain back for your starving households. But you must bring your youngest brother to me so that your words may be verified and that you may do not die. They, this they proceeded to do. Hey, the Bible summarized itself for once. That's nice. They said to one another, surely we are being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when we when he pleaded for his life, but we would not listen. That is why this distress has come upon us. So they're starting to feel bad for what they're they feeling did. guilty for killing him for and what they, they did to poor old Joe. They should because he's getting his fucking revenge. Reuben replied, didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, but you wouldn't listen. Now we must give an accounting for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph could understand them since he was using an interpreter. So they're saying all this in front of Joseph. Oh, okay. And Joseph has an interpreter. So Joseph's talking through his interpreter to them. And they're talking in Hebrew or whatever, but he can understand Hebrew still. Oh, yeah. So this would actually be a pretty good drama scene in any movie, really. So did he send them to go get himself? No, they sent him to go get Benjamin. The younger brother. The youngest brother. But it'd be funny if he was like, now go get your other one, too. No, because they know they said one of our brothers has died. He's died. Oh, yeah. okay. And I love how Ruben's like, a totoso. A fucking a totoso. <laughs> so, Joseph... Uh, Guys, I told you not to murder our brother in a well. Yeah. You know that I'd say that would come back to haunt us? He turned away. Joseph turned away from them and began to weep, but then turned back and spoke to them again. He had Simeon taken from them and bound before their eyes. Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, to put each man's silver back in his sack, and to give them provisions for their journey. After this was done for them, they loaded their grain onto their donkeys and left. At the place where they had stopped... Oh, so he gave it to them. He's got a little heart left. So, yeah, he gives them their grain, puts their money back in, Mm -hmm. and gives them uh, provisions for their way. At the place where they stopped for the night, one one of them opened his sack to get some feed for his donkey, and he saw that the silver in his mouth of the sack. My silver has been returned, he said to his brothers. Here it is in my sack. Their hearts sank, and they turned to each other trembling and said, What is this God has done to us? What? How is that a negative thing? When they came to their father, Jacob, in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened to them. They said, the man who is Lord over the land spoke harshly to us and treated us as though we were spying on the land. But we said to him, we are honest men. We are not spies. We are 12 brothers, sons of our father, one who is no more and the youngest who is now with our father in Canaan. The man who is Lord over us said, said to us, This is how I will know whether you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take your food for your starving households and go. But bring your youngest brother to me so I will know that you are not spies but honest men. How would that prove anything? Um, they, You're kind of right. Then I will give you your brother back and you can trade in the land. It so, would only prove that they said they had one extra brother and they did. Yeah. They could still be spies. Well, Joseph knows. Knows. I know that. But... So that and otherwise it wouldn't really prove anything. But it's incredible enough to them. And they could bring any dude that looked like anyone. Doesn't matter. Right. At all. They don't have blood tests back then. No. (laughs) So it's kind of a dumb test. Also, the silver being returned, I think, implies that uh, they're going to have to pay a different way. Well, they stole. He's going to say, why'd you take your money back? Like, did you even pay for this? Like, you stole this. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You Judas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you Israelite us. Israelite us. Um, uh, anecdotally, 
because mm-hmm. I can use the word correctly, I think. I think you're nailing it. Um, so Vlad the Impaler, king in Transylvania, the guy that Dracula's based off of. Yep. He was so harsh on crime that no one would commit crimes in his whole land. So, And he famously, um, he would impale you. That's when you they shove a stick fr- up your ass through your mouth. And it could take from hours to days. Fuck off. And he would cut off your body parts and eat it in front of you. So he's a, like a full-on psychopath. So they would just sit you on it and let gravity take its course? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. And depending on the thickness of the steak or Ugh. the sharpness of the steak. Ooh, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And they would weigh you down and things. Anyways, so one time he did, a, he pulled a Joseph. He gave to some guy his uh, stuff and then put his money back in the sack. Mm-hmm. And the guy came back and was like, I have this extra piece of silver. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And the guy's like, oh, I was just about to send my guards out to go impale you. <laughs> and he did it on purpose? Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. I think he got it from Joseph. Anyways. Uh, you know what Joseph did do it first? Yeah. The son of a bitch. You heard it here first. Um, where were we? Um. As they were emptying their sacks, there in each man's sack was his pouch of silver. When they The horror. <laughs> there's an exclamation point there. When they and their father saw the money pouches, they were frightened. Their father Jacob said to them, You have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more, and now Simeon is no more. Now you want to take Benjamin. Everything is against me. So Jacob is really being dramatic here. I, okay. I'm going to trust them that this is a big deal back then, but it doesn't seem like it. I mean, to lose to, a, to lose his son. No, would not be the big... sons, but like he's reacting to the silver like that, and well, because then basically they're thieves and spies now, so they they pretty much they can't there's they can't stay in Canaan because they're yeah. gonna Simeon's gonna die. They can't stay in Canaan because they have no food. If they go back, they're gonna be presumed spies. I guess is well, that are they assuming automatically now? Well, what they're saying is. Somebody fucked with them. Somebody put their money back in there. Mm-hmm. They have no way to prove to Joseph that they didn't just not pay, take their silver and the stuff. That's why you always pack your own suitcase, you know? Yeah. That's you never what know t- if your girlfriend packs a gun in there when you go through the airport security. Got to check for that silver. Yeah, exactly. I like how they loaded it up but didn't even look in the bag to make sure there was actual grade and stuff in there. I guess, right? They just never checked till halfway through. I mean, it's plausible. It is, but irresponsible to say the least you know? i never check my luggage i mean i pack it myself though yeah anyways um then reuben said to his father you may put both of my sons to death if i do not bring them back to you that's a promise people in the bible knew how to make a promise you know when people swear on the god or swear on the bible or swear on their whatever yeah you could put both of my sons to death <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> if he doesn't bring what back benjamin his younger brother when are they saying this? I thought they already left. No, they're ta- talking to Jacob right now. Yeah. So he's like, you can't take Benjamin back to Egypt. I, Simeon's gone. Joseph's gone. You can't take Benjamin. So Reuben says, if I don't bring Benjamin home, you can put both of my sons to death. Oh, his sons. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. But Jacob's- So he'd murder his... his <laughs> the benefit he gets from winning that bet is murdering his two grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who's he supposed to love, <laughs> presumably? But Jacob said... Like, I, that's a reward? You get to murder your grandchildren? I think he's just trying to say how serious he is. Yeah. And Jacob probably, as his tradition, would have to follow through on that part of the deal. He would have to. Do you think his kids would be like, don't, no, don't. 
But Jacob said, my son will not go down there with you. His brother is dead, and he is the only one left. Jacob is such a prick. Fucking asshole. He's he, the only one left? There's yeah, 11 there's, of us. <laughs> you piece of shit. You're all our equal father. Yeah. Equally. Yeah. You're all the same amount of father. But Benjamin's the one I like. Oh, man, that's funny. If he comes to... if. Harm comes to him on the journey you are taking. You will bring my gray head down to the grave in sorrow. That's that's fucking metal. It's a little poetic. So the second journey into Egypt, chapter 43. Now the famine was still severe in the land. So when they had eaten all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, go buy us a little more food. So now you can go back. <laughs> but Judah said to him, only when they're about to starve. But Judah said to him, The man warned us solemnly, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother along with us, we will go down and buy food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. Because the man said to us, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. So Simeon's just been in prison the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Until the food ran out. He really, which Satchels. Like a month? At least. Jesus Christ. At least a month. Israel. It's getting teabagged all day. I mean, prison wasn't so bad back then. I guess. I mean, it was probably awful. Probably way worse than it is now. <laughs> right? Just languishing in a jail. Yeah. Israel asks, why do you bring it's this? It's a famine. Do you think they're giving them proper food? <laughs> no. You're probably right. <laughs> but it's also Joseph's brother. He's probably making sure he's doing fine. Like on the sly? He's probably got like a, a, a scroll to read. <laughs> you, you, you know? Maybe he's writing his own Bible. Yeah. At this moment, you know? Mein Kampf. <laughs> I don't even really know what that book is. I know Hitler wrote it. Hitler wrote it in prison. It's called My Vision, and it's what he's going to do when he gets out. He he says everything that he's about to do. When I get out, the Jews are the problem because of the social. Oh, this is before he was in power? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he actually, oh, wow. It's kind of half yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's half about his, he served in World War One. He was a decorated war hero in World War One, And then. I haven't read it, so I should shut the fuck up, actually. But then he talks about how the Jews are the source of problems in all the world, and Germany needs Lebensraum, living space. So did this book, did he get, like, become a popular author? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's only famous because after the fact. he became Hitler. Okay. Pretty sure nobody read it. Do you think he altered it after the fact to, I like, to, like uh, correlate with all the things he actually successfully did, you know? No. No? You don't think so? Probably not. You think there's a bunch of failures in there, too? Yeah. Like, I also wanted to be a professional painter, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you see my dogs, I paint uh, a lot of dogs. Israel asks, why do you bring this trouble on me by telling the man you had another brother? <laughs> they use Jacob and Israel interchangeably. I wonder why they do that. It's very annoying to me. It's confusing. They replied. The brothers replied. The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our family. Is your father still living? He asked us. Do you have another brother? We simply answered his questions. How are we to know what he would say? Bring your brother down here. So I guess the first time they went there, Joseph put the fucking screws to him. You guys are spies. Is your father alive? Is your brother alive? Oh, so he just used the spy thing to get information on his own family. Well, that and he was probably he's probably pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's probably pretty pissed. I mean, kind of rightfully so. It, but it does say he turned away and wept. So he's you know he's conflicted. I know what happens in this story. Don't so tell I'm, me. So I'm trying to just read it to you. Um, then Judah said to Israel, his father. Send the boy along with me and we will go at once so that you so that we and your children and our children may live and not die. 
I myself will guarantee his safety. Well, Ruben promised to kill his own children. Yeah, no so. shit. What did you just promise? <laughs> Fucking nothing. You can hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back and set him here before you, I will bear the blame before you all my life. As it is, if we had not delayed, we could have gone and returned twice. So that's how long. Yeah, you're wasting our fucking time, old man. Then why don't they just do it, right? I guess they really respect. How hard him. is it? I guess so. He is the king of the household, yeah, and of all the Jews. So then their father Israel said to them, "If it, hey, he's the, God renamed him, remember that this is Jacob the deceiver, the guy that's like he stole." I do forget that yeah, all the time. Actually, he's Laban's goat hoarder. He's the guy. Like he's done a lot of shady stuff. Then their father Israel said to them. If it must be, then do this. But put some of our best products of the land in your bags and take them down to the man as a gift. A little balm, a little honey, some Ooh, spices and some myrrh. Nice. Some pistachio nuts and almonds. Okay, they got some good shit. <laughs> I bet you they had to peel them themselves, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably take, not even roasted. Take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put back into the mouths of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother and also go back to the man at once. And may God Almighty grant mercy before the man so that he will let your brother and Benjamin come back with you. As for me, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. If I'm dead, I'm dead. Because he's pretty fucking old at this point. Oh, okay. It's like this journey is going to take so long if I die. I guess. By the time we get back. If I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took gifts and doubled the amount of silver, and Benjamin also. They hurried down to Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare dinner. They are to eat with me at noon. Then the man did as Joseph told him and took the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were frightened when they were taken to his house. Yeah, fuck yeah. They're they like, thought, what the fuck is going on? They thought. We were brought here because of the silver that was put back into our sacks the first time. He wants to attack us and overpower us and seize us as slaves and take our donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So they went to Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the entrance of the house. Please, sir, they said. We came down here the first time to buy food. But at the place where we stopped for the night, we opened our sacks and each of us found his silver, the exact weight, in the mouth of his sack. So we have brought it back with us. We have also brought additional silver for, with us to buy food. We don't know who put the silver in our sacks. It's all right, he said. Don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given treasure you has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your silver. The God of your father? So he's saying he didn't even do it. That's it what, was God that did it. That's what he's saying. I have my silver. God gave you that silver. Yeah. Holy shit! What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward took the men into Joseph's house, gave them water to wash their feet, and provided fodder for their donkeys. That seems like the shit. Because in religion, like, washing feet is a big thing. It's kind of like... Uh, Do feet never get washed? They... Okay. They must, like, They get washed all the time. If you're poor, you can't really afford to waste water on washing your feet. Yeah. Rich people probably wash their feet Constantly. every time they leave and ex enter the house. Oh, okay. So, like, poor people probably get to wash their feet whenever they walk by a Do creek. Do they have shoes back then? They have sandals. It says they have sandals. I don't no. think they have shoes, per se. Just sandals? <laughs> per se. What are those sandals made of? Leather. Oh, right. Wood, probably. Wood and leather. That's kind of cool. Maybe, they still, I they think still Egyptians make those. even had stone sandals. What? Smooth, smooth, smooth stone sandals. I, I might be wrong. Hmm. Um, Sounds a little weighty, you know? 
Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward took the men into Joseph's house, gave them water to wash their feet, and provided father for the donkeys. They prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon, because they had heard that they were to eat there. When Joseph came home, they presented him the gifts they had brought into the house and bowed down before him to the ground. He asked them how many they were, and then he said, How is your age, father? He said, father? I had a dream <laughs> ten years ago. How is your that age? you would be bowing before me, and here we are. I got you. I fucking told you. You didn't think it would happen, but here we are. Here's the dream. Bow before me. No, it gets... You he, son of a bitch. He doesn't let him off the hook so easy. Really? No. How is your aged father you told me about? Is he still living? They replied, your servant, our father, is still alive and well. And they bowed low to pay him honor. Oh, fuck. As he, he, wants to, he wants to keep it going. As he looked about and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, so his real brother, mm -hmm. he asked, Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? And he said, God be gracious to you, my son. Deeply moved at the sight of his brother, Joseph hurried out and looked for a place to weep. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a little pussy. You ever leave a party looking for a place to weep? If I just saw my long-lost brother, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I just love, he hurried out looking for a place to weep. Like, oh, I can't, I gotta cry. Oh, maybe over there? No, no I can't No cry. one can see me. No one can see me. I'm the second most powerful person here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, king problems. People think I'm tough. There's okay. No, oh, my God. There's coming. nowhere to weep. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put my cloak and veil over my face. He went into his private room and wept there. <laughs> He's a private crying room. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has, like, panic rooms, you know, in their house. Yeah. For emergencies, his emergency is like full of Kleenex boxes. <laughs> <laughs> After he, he washed his face. Just linens and silk full of tears. <sighs> fucking Eddie Pepitone talks about his, his dream car. He's like, I love my car because there's room to weep. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you just got to listen to Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, he's funny, dude. After he had washed his face because <laughs> he got eyeliner everywhere. The Egyptians are famous for it. No way. No, that's not. Oh, <laughs> I was like, they had makeup back then. I would believe that. I mean, they probably I think the Egyptians did. What um, kind of makeup would they have like charcoal? Yeah, the charcoal eyeliner. They're, they have eyeliner in all the paintings, those, like those famous Egyptian paintings. After he washed his face, he came out. What does eyeliner do? It highlights your eyes. That's it. Just focus. Yeah. More on your have eyes. You noticed if you put eyeliner on, all of a sudden your eyes seem bigger and brighter. No. I mean, I've never. I've seen I you with I, eyeliner I on in all yes, your Facebook pictures, <laughs> I, but I don't remember now. I mean, I put eyeliner on. It was like, God damn, girl, some, <laughs> some baby blues. If I saw just mm. my eyes, I'd fuck me. God, now it's not even your favorite. Your beard's not your favorite thing anymore. No, throw they, some eyeliner on there. Like, oh god damn, and my ghetto bootay. Hey yo. Um. So he was crying after he'd washed his face and came out controlling himself. <laughs> There's really, it really got better, the writing. Yeah, they really paint the full picture now. Yeah. They stopped repeating themselves, <clears throat> and they really made him look like a pussy right now. You know, Joseph comes out like, <clears throat> still wiping the tears away. Oh, my God, I'm allergic to uh, myrrh. Why'd you guys bring fucking myrrh? I hate myrrh. Oh, he's just like, I don't know why. I just had to go for a 5K jog real quick. You know, it's sweat, <laughs> not tears. I don't know. He said, uh, <clears throat> serve the food. <laughs> that's what they. That's what it says. Uh, they served uh, him by himself and the brothers by themselves and the Egyptians who ate with them by themselves. <laughs> okay. Everyone was by themselves. Because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is detestable to the Egyptians. Really? <laughs> yeah. They hated Jews? Yeah. We're not for eating. For no reason? Um, 
Yeah, they hate your neighbors generally. It's I like, guess so. Just tribalism, basic tribalism. Yeah. There's nothing has really happened yet. Wait. The Hebrews and Egyptians, I guess, they don't like each other. Okay. For that is detestable to the Egyptians. The men. But the Hebrews are fine with. So Hebrews are like the lower class. Yeah. Of the society. Oh, yeah. It's like they're, they're That's the lower class. That's why they have to cast. come in and buy their food. Yeah, but they're also, yeah, starving though. Yeah. The men. I don't think they know that Joseph is an Egyptian or sorry, a Hebrew. They probably don't. Um, the men had been seated before him in order of their ages from the firstborn to the youngest. And they looked at each other in astonishment when the portions were served to them from Joseph's table. Benjamin's portion was five times as much as anyone else's. So, so they feasted and drank. <laughs> he was making it fucking clear who the favorite is. Well, he also sat them down in order, and they were like... Over order of, like, favoritism? No, in order of oldest to youngest. Oh, Cause it he's says, just fucking with them now. Yeah, he says, from firstborn to youngest, and they looked at each other in astonishment. They're like, like what uh, the fuck is going on? This is kind of weird. And then Benjamin gets five times as much as anybody else. Like, even here in Egypt, he's the favorite Do you guy? think he's fucking with Benjamin more? Because you know how, like, in, like, the army, instead of... If you did something fucked up, they don't punish you. They punish everyone else while but you watch. Him, yeah. So they get you later, you yeah, know? Yeah. So maybe really doesn't. Well, of course he likes Benjamin, but. Chapter 44, a silver cup and a sack. Now, Joseph gave these instructions to the steward of the house. Fill the men's sacks with as much food as they can carry and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. Then put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. And he did this, as Joseph said. As morning dawned, the men were on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone not far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Go, after all those men at once, and after you catch up with them, say to them, Why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this cup my master drinks from and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you have done. So what? So he gave them the cup, right? Yeah, he says, put it the cup in there, put the silver in there. And who caught them just now? No, he's. This is the instructions he gives to his servants. He says, when they get a little ways ahead, oh. go out as fast as you can, catch up what with them. What a fucking asshole! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's really. He just baited him again. Yeah, and he put this time he put his like famous silver chalice. Like in you the, could get murdered over it, type yeah, of thing. Like Vlad, just like Vlad did. Vlad had a silver cup that he kept on the town square. <laughs> And it famously stood there his whole career. No one touched it ever for fear of what Vlad would do to the town. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but this time, he, like, directly... You know how Vlad, like, slipped it in yeah. in your story? He just directly gave it to them. No, no, no. He put it in without them knowing. He slipped it in. Oh. His stewards... He said to his steward, fill their sacks, put the money back in, and put the cup in the youngest one's sack. You know what, at this point, it's fool me twice, shame on them. Check your goddamn sacks <laughs> yeah. before you leave this town. What are you talking about? It's true. You Check them. You've been you already fucking got you've been tricked once. You've been called spies, put through the ringer, made your brother come back. Yeah. He ordered you in a in order of age yeah. at the table creepily. So when the steward caught up with them, he repeated the words to them. But they said to him, why does my Lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back with we even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If any of your servants is found to have it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my lord's slaves. So they're like, we didn't take it. Kill us if we if did. we did. <laughs> 
Kill whoever did it, and the rest of us will be your slave. Yeah. They're like, ah, good. That's our plan, actually. Very How'd well. you know that that's exactly what our plan was? <laughs> Very well, then, he said. Let it be as you say. Whoever is found to have it will become my slave, and the rest of you will be free from blame. Each of them quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the steward proceeded to search, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. <laughs> He's like, oh, boy, is my face red. Here's the thing. I didn't know it was in there. I didn't put it in there. I know I said I would let you kill me, <laughs> but I really don't want you to. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this, oh, he put it in Benjamin's sack? The youngest. So he did do that. Yeah. He did fuck with him. Yeah. Oh, what a fucking prick. At this, they tore their clothes. They loaded their donkeys and returned to the city. That's like a that's a, such a stupid thing. <laughs> what? They tear their clothes in shame or whatever. Yeah, look how sad I am. Oh, rip. No, like tear them off and like one run naked and it's like bathe yourself in ash and like eat dirt. Like these... oh, I thought tear their clothes just meant they put a little rip in it, like a little no, fashion rip like, in their jeans or something, and like wallow and mourn. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's a lot more impressive. Joseph was found still in his house. When Judah and his brothers came in, they threw themselves to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, what is this you have done? Don't you know that a man like me can find things out by divination? <laughs> so he's really he's pretending he's a magician now. Well, he is. He I guess to kind God. of. He interprets dreams. Yeah. What is a magician without accurately predicting the future? What can we say to my Lord? You replied. What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now my Lord's slaves. We are so we ourselves and the one who has found to have the cup so they think he did it no they they are i mean they don't know they said what they kind of think benjamin stole it yeah but they're like we said we'd be slaves yeah we had no idea what can we say we're your lord's servants we're slaves <laughs> fuck at least everyone in the bible is at least a man of their word you know so far per yeah well true but, like, people promise some fucked up shit and deliver. <laughs> like, I'm going to cut my dick and everyone tips of their cocks <laughs> off. And then does it yeah. as the king. I need you to kill your firstborn kid. Because you know what's so dumb about All that, right, Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll oh, do it. I said I'd do it. <laughs> and you know what the dumbest thing about the circumcision is? What? I just thought of it. Were they going to go around checking everyone's cocks? Be like, all right, pull it out. Yeah. I want to see yes. if it's cut. Yes. Exactly that. They were going to do that. Of course. Of Get course out of here. Do you know the shame in having your sister or daughter be with someone that's uncircumcised? You're like, let me see your dick. It's not even that big big of a deal. No, I know for him, they're going to let look at his dick. But every man in the town, they're going to go knocking on the door to door. Probably. They probably made him do it in front of him. <laughs> it's just like, all right, whip it out. Yeah. Let's see it. I mean, I'd do it. If you asked to see my dick, I'd show you. I wouldn't care. You do it without asking. <laughs> you already do that. No one asks, Caleb. <laughs> no one ever asks. God you just it. do it. I think it's funny, but it's really not. It is funny, actually. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. I thought this was a metal festival. <laughs> um, if you don't fuck a watermelon this summer, I'm going to be deeply disappointed. <laughs> but Joseph said, far be it from me to do such a thing. Only the man who was found to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you go back to your father in peace. Oh, so this is a scam to get his brother in his kingdom. Kind of. going to make him his like, number three? Kinda, he also knows that Benjamin's his father's favorite. So oh, so he's spiting his dad? Maybe. What does dad do? Uh, nothing. Nothing, really. Yeah, it's hard to tell Joseph's motivation for the whole thing. You'll find out soon enough. Then, Joseph, then Judah went up to him and said, Please, my lord, let your servant speak a word to my lord. Please Don't my be lord. angry with your servant. 
though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. My Lord asked his servants, do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, we have an aged father and there is a younger son born to him in his old age. His brother is dead and he is the only one of his mother's sons left and his father loves him. And then you said to your servants, bring him down to me so that I can see him for myself. And we said to my Lord, the boy cannot leave his father. If he leaves him, his father will die. But you told your servants, unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. When we went back to your servant, my father, we told him what my Lord had said. Then our father said, go back and buy a little more food. But we said, we cannot go down. If only, only if our youngest brother is with us, we will go. Hey, that's an accurate recap. You know, Gotta we give cannot, him credit. we cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother was with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, "You know, <laughs> I like how they just say it in like a third person tense, but the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. The exact same thing. Your servant, my father, said to us. They just go. He said before yeah. every sentence that was exactly the same in the last chapter. Dude, you should see how many quotes there are. It's like quotes and <laughs> oh, quotes really? and quotes and quotes. Yeah. So your servant, my father, said to us, "You know that one of my wife bore me. You know that my wife bore me two sons. One of them went away from me." And I said, he has surely been torn to pieces, <laughs> and I have not seen him since. If you take this one from me too and harm comes to him, you will bring down my gray head to the grave in misery. So now, if the boy is not with us, when I go back to your servant, my father, and if my father, whose life is closely bound up with the boy's life, sees that the boy is not there, he will die. Your servants will bring the gray head of our father down to the grave in sorrow. Your servant guaranteed the boy's safety to my father. I said, if I do not bring him back to you, I will bear the blame before you, my my father, all my life. Now then. Is he going to have to kill his fucking grandchildren now? Um, <laughs> Kyle's face right now is a look of pure horror. <laughs> Kyle is actually distraught that they're going to kill these grandkids. Like, what a fucking... That's not even a fun prize. <laughs> Like, what a shitty bet. <laughs> That's like making a bet against someone. Okay, if I lose, I stick this up my ass. If I don't, you cut part of my dick off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Either way, I win. That's I how win. a bet goes. <laughs> yeah. Either my son dies or I murder two of my grandchildren. <laughs> but either way, somebody in my family's fucking dying. He literally ensured it that someone in his family was going to die no matter what happened. <laughs> Uh, that was Reuben that promised that. Right. But Judah guaranteed his own life. But yeah, it's bad. It's it's not good. And kind of Isra like Israel, if you if you don't bring the boy back, I'm gonna be so sad I'll die. I think so he's, he's gonna die. He's being a little dramatic. Yeah. Now then, please let your servant remain here as my lord's slave in place of the boy and let the boy return with his brothers. How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, I do, not, do not let me see the misery that would come upon my father. So, what time do we have? We're out of time. <laughs> and I'm sorry, we're well over an hour now. <laughs> okay. Joseph does something next. Find out next week. Does the Bible I'm excited fucking to see what Joseph does. And then we are done the book of Genesis almost. Oh, fuck. That's a milestone. The first book of the Bible in the books in the Bible beater podcast. Then we move on to Exodus where Moses is uh, introduced the the main character, the hero. So basically the Hebrews become slaves in Egypt and Moses leads them out of slavery, and it's a fucking wacky way that he does it. Really? It's great stories. He does it slapstick? 
Oh, kind of. He does a Three Stooges there's, style. There's ten plagues. They pratfall their way out. <laughs> plague of frogs, <laughs> plague of blood, plague of rocks. That is goofy. Yeah, Angel of Death. Oh, that introduced. sounds awesome. It's pretty That's got to be a metal band, eh? Uh, it's a For metal sure it song by Slayer. Oh, cool. There's probably a band. Um, Bible beaters. Um, I hope that we have been able to enlighten you with uh, the words of the one true God. Are you a true Bible beater? And if you are a true Bible beater, I want you to go out and make disciples of the Bible beater podcast. Tell everyone you know that we have the one true God. And everything that your friends know is wrong. And the One True Podcast. And the One True Podcast. And everything that they know is wrong. And if they listen to other podcasts, they're probably going to go to hell forever. If you have competing religious podcasts, you delete that one. You delete that we one. We are the One True Podcast. <laughs> Especially religious podcasts. <laughs> yeah, especially religious podcasts. You go out on all the now popular platforms, we which proclaim- are no longer Bibles, we pro- no longer scrolls. You proclaim on Facebook. We proclaim, proclaim on Twitter. A holy Bible beater jihad <laughs> <laughs> against every other religious podcast. We are the one true podcast. We're starting off with just deleting your religious podcast, but we're going to take over your whole podcast app. Library. Library. Or, you know what? Or just, you know, you can be a Sunday <laughs> you can be a Sunday Christian Bible beater podcast listener. That's true, too. You, you, can, can, you don't have to believe. You don't you have to drink the Kool-Aid, slish, but you can come to church casually, every, every Easter. Like, you know what? Those guys are nice. I got a lot of friends there. My kids grew up are growing up in this thing. <laughs> oh, play it for your kids. It's very important to read the Bible to your children, and nobody wants to do that. No, it's, it's educational. It's a giant hassle. So let allow us to read the Bible to your kids. Just put this on every week while your kids are going to sleep, mm-hmm. and they'll also learn some stuff about life. You know, right? We should be sending out a donation basket, but we're not. We we're should better really than that. put this in the you children's know? section of the podcast. I think we should. Explicit children's podcast. Exactly. Nothing uh, wrong with a little swearing. Did we get it? Oh, we have a Facebook page. I don't know if you guys know about that. Uh, Follow us and share us. If you didn't recruit your five listeners yet, this is a pyramid scheme type podcast. There's a great picture of me and Kyle on there. And Kyle's, you get to see Kyle's Photoshop skills. It was hard to Photoshop, not going to lie. <laughs> it's so but bad. spoiler alert. Uh, we broke into oh, his broke parents' into my office. religious office. We wore robes of religious insignia. <laughs> we stole and, them. <laughs> and posed kind of uh, pretty drunk together. Do we it was any, fun. Do we get any emails this week? We did, but no questions. But thank you for the emails for ones who sent us. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all the nice things. Oh, yeah. We, that actually, uh, that really made my week, whoever sent that. Yeah. And like us. Follow us. Like our, follow our page on Facebook. Share it. Yeah. We Share the it. new podcast. We, it. we get it. Share it, Canada Comedy CA at Twitter. I think it's Canada Comedy on Twitter, (laughs) not Canada Comedy CA. You fucking suck. I don't. I'm not positive of that. You'll figure it out. Play us out with Israel's tit milk or what? Oh hell no, we're not playing that fucking shit (laughs) ever again. We're back to cancer slug, hung like Jesus. Okay, see you later, later, guys.
Jesus. Oh, well, I'm home. Home like Jesus.